Our scripture this morning is from the 11th chapter of Hebrews. We resume our series through the book of Hebrews. Hebrews 11, we'll read verses 23 through 27. Would you please stand for the reading of the word of God. Hebrews 11:23. By faith Moses, when he was born, was hidden for three months by his parents because they saw that the child was beautiful and they were not afraid of the king's edict. By faith, Moses, when he was grown up, refused to be called the son of Pharaoh's daughter, choosing rather to be mistreated with the people of God than to enjoy the fleeting pleasures of sin. He considered the reproach of Christ greater wealth than the treasures of Egypt, for he was looking to the reward. By faith, he left Egypt, not being afraid of the anger of the king, for he endured as seeing him who is invisible. And may God add his richest blessing to the reading of this portion of his holy word. Will you pray with me please? Our Father, we come before you needy people. We do not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeds from out of your mouth. We need you to come and to speak to us by the power of your Holy Spirit. We pray you would feed your sheep. You would break the bread of life to us. We pray that we would see our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, high and lifted up for your scriptures testify of him. So draw us to him now that we might have eternal life in spite of the inability and sin of the preacher. In Jesus' name, amen. Be seated, please. What faith cannot fear or respect. When John Knox, the great Scottish reformer, in some ways the father of all Presbyterianism, when he died in 1572, it is said that his remains were committed to the earth with these words, Here lies a man who feared no flesh. And that, at least as far as is known of him, was an accurate description of the man. We count it a great virtue to be fearless. In the passage before us, we continue through this great chapter on faith. We've been going through the history of the Old Testament here in Hebrews 11, and last we left off with Joseph, and now we come to Moses. And the author of Hebrews uses the life of Moses to illustrate the fact that faith involves an element of fearlessness. The text begins and ends by saying that both Moses and his parents did not fear the king of Egypt. In verse 23, we read that Moses' parents hid him for three months when he was born because by faith they were not afraid of the king. Then in verse 27, we read that Moses left Egypt because he was not afraid of the anger of the king. So faith cannot fear 
the most powerful person on earth. And then in the middle of the passage, we read that Moses made a choice. A choice to turn away from the best offer the world could give him. He was unimpressed with the treasures of Egypt. So we see this text is showing us that faith cannot fear the greatest threat of earth, nor can it respect the greatest promise of earth. So now let's think together about real faith and what it cannot fear and what it cannot respect. First in this passage, we see what faith cannot fear. Look at verse 23. By faith Moses, when he was born, was hidden for three months by his parents because they saw that the child was beautiful and they were not afraid of the king's edict. This is referring to the faith of Moses' parents. I know it says there in verse 23, by faith Moses, but Moses is uh, mentioned passively. This is something that Moses' parents did when he was a newborn and infant. His parents acted on faith. By faith, they hid him for three months because they were not afraid of the king's edict. Now, most of us are familiar with the story, but if uh, this should happen to be new to you, you can read all of this in the first chapter of Exodus, the second book of the Bible. There was a famine, and when they'd had grain stored in Egypt, Joseph moved his family down there. And over the years, that one family turned into a small nation as they multiplied and grew. The Hebrew nation living down in Egypt. And then we read, in the opening words of Exodus, that another Pharaoh came along and ruled Egypt. And he did not remember Joseph. The new king was afraid. The Hebrews were getting so big that they would join their enemies and turn against the Egyptians and so to hold them down. He made them slaves. It says that Pharaoh made the Hebrews bitter with hard labor in bondage. But it also says that the Lord was with them. And the more Pharaoh persecuted the Hebrews, the more they grew and the stronger they got. So Pharaoh then ordered the Hebrew midwives to kill all the male babies. But the Hebrew midwives, the scripture says, they feared God and refused to hurt the babies. And God blessed them for their faithfulness. And then Pharaoh issued the decree we read about in Hebrews 11.23 that every male Hebrew baby was to be born, was to be thrown into the river. We read of one Hebrew couple 
In Exodus 6, you would find that their names were Amram and Jochebed. Jochebed gave birth to a baby boy. And they refused to throw him into the Nile and drown him. They hid him three months in their home and then they could not hide him anymore. And so finally they had no choice but to obey the king and throw the baby in the river. But before she threw him in, Jochebed made an ark, a little basket of bulrushes. And she waterproofed it with what the scripture calls pitch. Today we'd call it resin. In a primitive way, she epoxied the basket so it would float. And so she set the baby afloat on the Nile. And it happened that Pharaoh's daughter found the basket and took him for her own child. She named him Moses because she drew him up out of the water. And Moses' sister had been posted by their mother to keep an eye on him and she approached Pharaoh's daughter and offered her mother as a nurse and Pharaoh's daughter hired her so Jochebed got paid to nurse her own baby. Now we'll come back to that but at this point we see that because Moses' parents had faith they refused to obey the king and kill their baby boy. They hid him three months. They were not afraid of the king. Now look at verse 27. By faith he, that's Moses, left Egypt, not being afraid of the anger of the king, for he endured as seeing him who is invisible. Now this is 40 years later. Moses left Egypt by faith, not being afraid of the anger of the king. Now, if you're familiar with the Old Testament, that raises some questions. Moses, who was brought up in the royal family in Egypt, later when he became an adult, he chose to identify as a Hebrew. And one day he saw a Hebrew slave being beaten by an Egyptian. He looked around, and when he felt satisfied that he was well out of sight, he killed the Egyptian and buried him in the sand. The next day, Moses realized from some things he heard that it was now public knowledge that he had killed the Egyptian. And it says in Exodus 2 that Moses was afraid and left Egypt and he stayed gone 40 years. It says he left, he was afraid and left. Here in Hebrews eleven twenty seven, it says he left because he was not afraid. There have been all kinds of explanations of what Moses was or was not afraid of. <clears throat> but it seems to me that Hebrews 11.27 is not talking about his 
physically leaving Egypt. It's talking about the fact in context that Moses turned his back on being an Egyptian. He left off being an Egyptian. He left Pharaoh's household. And he was not afraid of the anger of Pharaoh, the most powerful man in the world. In the case of Moses, as we say, the apple did not fall far from the tree. He was no more afraid of Pharaoh than his parents. Why? because he had faith and faith in God the author is showing us faith in God does not fear even the greatest power on earth so we see what faith does not fear secondly in this passage we see what faith does not Respect. <clears throat> Look at verse 24. By faith, Moses, when he was grown up, refused to be called the son of Pharaoh's daughter, choosing rather to be mistreated with the people of God than to enjoy the fleeting pleasures of sin. He considered the reproach of Christ greater wealth than the treasures of Egypt, for he was looking to the reward. Now, when Moses grew up, he faced a choice. Son of Hebrew slaves and adopted son of Pharaoh's daughter. Here's his choice. He can be a prince or he can be a slave. He could be a prince in the greatest empire in the world. He chose to be a slave and to be mistreated with the people of God. Verse 25 says, Moses turned his back on the fleeting pleasures of sin. Verse 26 says, Moses turned his back on the treasures of Egypt. Pleasures and treasures. The best this world could throw at him. Moses turned it down. He had no respect for it. Now these are the two ways the devil attacks. Intimidation and seduction. In China and India and Pakistan, he is using intimidation tactics 
against God's people. But here he's tended to use seduction. He uses entertainment, sports, alcohol, drugs, sex, and just a desire to be fashionable, to lure people away from God. I can make more, drink more, have more, get more if I don't get too close to God. And if I don't get too close to God, the elites of our society won't think I am a dinosaur. And Moses said, in effect, you can take your pleasure and your cultural superiority and your parties and your booze and your sex and your condescending attitude towards everyone who loves God and you can just keep it. I don't want it. I have no respect for what you have to offer me. So we see what faith cannot fear. And what faith cannot respect. And thirdly and finally, we see what faith can see. Look at verse 23 again. By faith, Moses, when he was born, was hidden for three months by his parents because they saw that the child was beautiful, and they were not afraid of the king's edict. In each of these cases, the author shows us that these people, Moses and his parents, they had no fear of intimidation and no respect for seduction because they could see something. Something greater. First, Moses' parents saw that he was a beautiful child. It does not mean Moses was spared because he was cuter than all the other baby boys. It means that his parents looked at their child their baby, and they saw he was a gift from God. They saw his life was a sacred thing. Today we would say they believed in the sanctity of human life and what they saw in their baby was far more to them than Pharaoh's orders. Now look at verse 26. He considered the reproach of Christ greater wealth than the treasures of Egypt, for he was looking to the reward. 
He was looking to the reward. The pleasures and treasures of Egypt were great by earthly standards, but by faith Moses saw there was something greater, something eternal. Now look at verse 27. By faith he left Egypt, not being afraid of the anger of the king, for he endured as seeing him who is invisible. He did not fear the king because he saw him who is invisible. That's quite a statement. He saw the invisible. That's what verse 1 says faith is. The conviction of things not seen. He saw a greater king than Pharaoh. His parents saw a greater king than Pharaoh. They saw there is a higher king who decide when our time begins and ends. So they refused to murder their baby. Now there's one other thing that Moses saw and we need to look at verse 26 one last time. He considered the reproach of Christ, greater wealth than the treasures of Egypt, for he was looking to the reward. Moses looked at the suffering of his kin, the Hebrews. But he saw a lot more than just slaves being mistreated. It says in verse 26 that Moses considered the reproach of Christ. Now Moses lived some 1,500 years before Christ. And so the commentators and scholars have all kinds of theories as to what it means that Moses 1,500 years B.C. considered the reproach of Christ. But I tell you what it means. It means Moses considered the reproach of Christ. Moses knew that Jesus was coming. And he knew that these were his people and they were suffering for him. How did he know that? How could he possibly have known that 1,500 years before Christ came into the world? He knew it the same way he knew there would be an eternal reward. God told him, period. Now, God began to reveal himself to Moses, we know, years after this. Moses was a first author of our scripture. 
The Bible says that Moses talked with God as with a friend face to face. Pick on a couple of my church members today. If you were to talk face to face with Mr. Jim Young today, at some point, something will be said about Trevor Lawrence. I guarantee it. If you were to have face-to-face -face conversation with Mr. Sonny Tender in the back corner, you know he's going to talk about racing. I guarantee it. And if you could sit down and talk to God the Father, Almighty, face to face, I will tell you what his favorite subject is. It is his son. And he will talk to you about his son. I guarantee it. Moses knew it was worth it to turn his back on the pleasures and treasures of Egypt and go suffer with the slaves because they belonged to Jesus Christ. They were suffering for Christ. And one day, Jesus Christ would come and suffer for them. He would die for them. Moses had a plain choice. And you and I have a plain choice. We can fear man. We can respect power and wealth and pleasure. Or we can follow Jesus. Choose ye this day whom ye will serve. If the Lord be God, follow him. But if Baal is God, then follow As for me and my house, we will serve the Lord. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Ghost. Amen.